1: An additional to pajama party when you was Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Come on dale Ima, ima. <laughs> hey, cattle. hey
3: Kettle. Hey
2: oh. oh, okay. Are you out there?
3: Uh yes I am. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was her avatar. All right, let's get started. <laughs> He's an avatar. All right, all right, let's rock and roll. Mm-hmm. How's I'm everybody? Like
2: Fantastic, it's
3: cool. Good.
2: Happy Friday once again. Yeah,
4: through that all that. That's right.
2: Oh boy. So what's going on with you, Papa <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'm cool. A little tired dealing with that rain over the last couple of days and the weather man hyping all this stuff up and telling us it's gonna be a blizzard. <laughs> and then you wake up it's forty degrees.
0: Yeah.
1: And one thing about science, I got news for you, if it ain't below thirty two degrees, it is not freezing. They could mm-hmm. throw all that what they call that stuff? Uh sleet.
2: We'll mm-hmm. be
1: sleeting when you wake up. Sleeting, oh my God, sleeting.
2: Yeah, freezing rain yeah. and all of this stuff. Oh well. <laughs> I'm grateful we didn't get all that mess. Some areas did, and people, there was some loss of life in other places. Yeah. You know, my heart goes out to the people who suffered from, you know, these storms and all that.
3: Fortunately, we didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think this area, we're so much in the valley that um, everything kind of goes by us. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Good to hear Hello.
4: Yeah. yeah I agree. Oh, I like okay. <laughs> I look here. Well, well our first uh,
1: question of um of group, group group conversation will be um how do you feel about uh, how people approach you? You know, when you go in a furniture store. Or a car dealership, places like that, where they, where the salesperson is the, you know, the main gig. But are you the kind of person that don't want to be bothered until I come to you, or you know, just point me over to the love seats and I'll come and get you when I need you, or do you just let the salespeople just like rub up on your ass? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm speaking mostly on car dealerships and furniture stores because those two places are the worst. Lord have mercy. Anyway, what do you feel about that? Oh, me? Yeah, your red wine. Sorry.
2: Um, my personal preference is I would rather leave me alone, let me look around. You can say hello, welcome to whatever the store, and my name is so-and-so. If you need any help, let me know. But I don't need them following me around like a lost puppy or trying to push anything on me, especially if I say, look, I'm just looking. If I'm just looking, I don't need you running behind me, or everywhere I turn, you're right there. I I don't like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm more of a leave me alone, I'll find you if I need you. But I will say, then, when I do have a question, I don't expect to have to need a detective to find somebody to ask a question. Oh, you
1: won't need that. Yeah. Your
2: ass. No, I'm just saying. I've seen that before too. When you finally want to ask somebody a question, then you're looking around like, "Hello, hello, hello? anybody working here?" So I've seen both extremes, but that's my my viewpoint. What about you, Kevin? What's your
3: preference? Um, I like attention. So you know, like you say, coming the <laughs> door. Hey, how you doing? Anything I can help you with, you know. Um, most of the time when I go in the store, I kind of know what I want. So um, I'm ready.
1: You ready to be, um, you put them to. So
3: I'm ready. You ready, to a, ready, to,
0: <laughs>
1: oh,
4: ready okay. for you
1: and a zip person to share zip ties.
3: She said put it there on me.
4: Uh, like I said,
3: I like the attention, so I'm ready, you know. Like I said, I, mm. I, I know what I'm going in there for, and I go get it. And That's it. I'm I'm just not a really a shopper. I'm not a store person. I like to just you know be focused on what I'm gonna get. And hey, I'm I'm in it out. <laughs> that's it. That, that's, uh, okay. That's all. Yeah. So, what about you, Papa?
1: Well, I tell you what. I think salespeople can be real snakes. They don't show you the venom until you know they got you halfway into their nests. I've seen times in furniture stores where I talked to one person and that person wasn't there when I came in to do the purchase, and their coworker just stole that shit like it was nothing. You hear me?
4: Mm.
1: Like it was nothing. I ended up buying a sofa and a love seat, leather joint, nice joint. I talked to this Jamaican brother and he was off that day. And I wanted to get it, and I said, well, what about them? Well, he's not here. And And all of a sudden, she went on the attack, and that was it. Like, she didn't even know his ass. And she probably had lunch with him the other day. You know what I mean? But she boxed his ass out of it like it was nothing. And one more situation, I'm just verifying the snake theory I'm talking about. I went to a car dealership, called a car dealership, and I talked to a young lady because I was thinking about getting a car, and I said, okay, After the holidays, you know, I said, send me a couple of your inventory. That's all online. She sent it to me. And I said, okay, after the holidays, get in touch with me around the, you know, the 9th or 10th of January, and we'll discuss a couple cars if they're still available, yada, yada, yada. Okay? Now, this is a salesperson I talked to. She was very nice, not overbearing. This was all over the phone. Two days later, another person calls me and asks me, So what do you think about that inventory we sent you? Now, I had already talked to the first salesperson and said, I will talk to you after the holidays. And I think it was only about the 17th, 18th of December, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to talk to this dealership until five, six days after January. All of a sudden, what did she do, leave my fucking number on the desk with a flashing light on it or something? And how did he, How did this person know what I had talked to the female about? And why didn't the female let him know that I had already closed the conversation for the year? So why are you calling me, asking me something that was supposed to be confidential with another salesperson? It just kind of blew my mind because I said, "It's only the 20th of December." I said I would talk to y'all in jan- January. Why the fuck are you calling me? And I never even talked to you from the beginning. Like I said, they're snakes. They're complete snakes. When I walk in the furniture store to answer the question, show me where stuff is, show me where the furniture is, the bedding, the sofa, the love seat, and then give me a name and then back off. Maybe because I'm at a certain age and I'm spending my own money, I definitely don't need you to... Because I know the difference between leather and pleather. You know, I know power and pull. You know, and everything has its significance. Now, if you're a young people or whatever you are or novice to furniture you may need that help but at this point in my life i don't need that and i'm not talking cocky don't get me wrong you know but at a certain start age in your life you should really or not age i'll say stage in your life maturity should take over where you don't need to be led at least not me anyway that's my take on it okay sorry i'll get off my soapbox now Okay. Good.
3: Anyway, well, let me just let me let me just put my two cents in for a second well, now, you, you you said yours already. No, 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 the door's closed. Okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, i will put my two cents in. My folks in. All right, here we go. Go, ahead. go on, ahead, on the car dealership, what they do is they try things right. So they enforce what they said in the beginning. So it's like you know, one person gets it, the next person gets it. And sometimes if you do something online there's a different person that you're talking to online that you might then you might talk to somebody on the phone. So, phone to... hmm Okay, well you, even though you said that you want to be talked to later on, they pass it on to the next person and that's when the next person says, Hi, you know, Mr So and so, um, I heard you want to buy They don't even know what the first person uh uh Conversation was to you because they're not telling them. They're just gonna pass it on to the next person. That's just what they do. I've, I've noticed that. So if you're not ready to buy mm-hmm. no car, <laughs> you might as well forget it. They are gonna keep nagging you. So, that's
4: what
3: I the can do. So, yeah, yeah. That's just what they do to tag team. Okay. So we got what we got going
1: on
3: tonight. All right. For the for the rundown, we got uh, in focus we got some interesting topics tonight. The FTX committed old-fashioned embezzlement. Also a new stamp to honor John Lewis and Thurgood Marshall bust in the Capitol. And prison warden beats black inmates for years, gets promoted, not fired. Wow. Our cocktail of the week is the uh, Ballantine Carmel Turtle Spike Tea. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> What's possible with Papa D? Um, my kettle's corner tonight. Okay. Um, weird news. Uh, cats flee. Live nativity scene. Who hit the state park? Okay. Also, German police on the hunt for 60 containers of stolen bulls per. Here we go. And 19-year-old man accused of stealing grease from behind Russell. Okay. Uh, that doesn't sound pretty good. But anyway, I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Diddy, my Hollywood wrap-up, the kisser list, and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with In Focus. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? then you need to visit the Cocktails of the Week Archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous pajama party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again.
1: We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com and tell the friends. Bill, thank you. All right, welcome back to Jam Party Winnie. Who's Papa D? I'm here with Kettle.
2: Hello. And Red Pine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, it's time to go in focus. Right. Uh, let's see. Carol, what 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 are you focusing on tonight?
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Put me to work tonight, huh? All right.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, it's Friday night. Time to get it in. <laughs>
3: okay. So, uh, let's see. The House Financial Service Committee, they held a, a meeting on Tuesday on the collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, following this Monday night arrest of the founder, um, Sam Bankerman-Fried in the Bahamas. Homeboy went all the way to the Bahamas. The Justice Mm -hmm. Department and uh, Bahamian authorities said that um, Pride, fried was previously scheduled to testify before the panel was arrested based on an indictment in the U.S. that was uh, unsealed shortly after the hearing started. The U.S. Attorney's Office um, for the Southern District of, of New York, charged um, a disgraced crypto executive with eight criminal counts. Wow. Conspiracy to submit wire fraud and securities fraud, individual charges of securities fraud and wire fraud, money laundering, conspiracy to avoid campaign finance regulation. Wow. That's a lot. Um, so, um It goes on to say uh, John J. Ray, the company's new CEO, the panel's
4: sole witness,
3: told um, lawmakers the company had no record-keeping whatsoever using bookkeeping software QuickBooks to track its multi-billion-dollar
2: portfolio. Oh, my God. Wow.
3: Um, The company imploded and filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy last month after reportedly transferring billions of dollars to the... Uh, in um, FTX customer funds to um, uh, Bankman-Fried's hedge fund, so he created a hedge fund to put it into that. Um, prior to prior to his company's um, enclosure, uh, Fried donated about forty million dollars to candidates, campaigns, and political action committees. Twenty twenty two, congressional midterm elections. Wow. And donate another twenty-three million dollars, um, with the uh, majority of the contributions heading towards Republicans. Mm. So he had to, he had to tell had he was just trying to get away that, give away that money. <laughs> I don't know.
2: So, but you can't oh, give away geez. money that's not yours.
3: Uh, true that. That's, that's so true. That's why you know I'm, I'm 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 kind of skeptical about this Bitcoin stuff. I don't I don't I don't understand it. And hey, I think I'm kind of scared to invest in it. Period. It's just crazy. Oh. I, I I don't know what you guys think about this. It's just crazy.
1: I, I I I've been like that about that. You know, just maybe at my age and time in life, it never was in my particular uh, wheelhouse. And it's you know it's too it's too late for me to be learned about new money. You know. The money that I know about, I'm just, I'm just fine with that knowledge, you know.
3: Mm. Yeah. I, I got to have boy. something more. I'm a paper type person. Give me some paper money. <laughs> That's what I got to feel. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: what's,
1: what's your boy what's your boy Chuck Brown saying in this song? I need money. <laughs> I need
2: American. money, money, money. Not a deal
4: with y'all. I don't mind
1: the credit cards, but the cash is the best.
2: Yeah,
4: But, I mean, it, you know, it's,
1: it's far beyond cash anymore today. You can't really talk basic like that because you need to, sometimes you don't want to liquid your money like that so soon. You want to keep it tight unless you have to grab it. But it just mm-hmm. seems like nowadays money is just in such a, I mean, you go to a bank nowadays, to withdraw. you can have $400,000. You go in a bank to withdraw 72000 I mean, in cash, and they look at you like, like you're funny. They want to shake you down.
4: Instead of just giving
1: you your money. After you then gave all the identification you need for your money. Oh, well, you want to take this? I'm like, damn, just give me my money. What the fuck? Yeah. So, but anyway, money has reached a lot of different weird levels. So anyway, yeah, that uh, that old crypto thing was uh, very interesting. And people. And then you yeah, had people was talking about it like it was the next big thing. I think 50 Cent was speaking on it initially like it was so wonderful. Then he eased off and
2: well, now he made a whole guy. lot of
1: money with uh, one yeah. of those Well, somebody. that's if you know what what you're doing with it. But I, I didn't have time to really learn what it was about. But if he hit it and quit it, then that's a good thing.
3: Because yeah. uh,
1: right now it's a mess.
3: Yeah, it's just all over. But as I would say, you know, I guess we have to follow the story, you know, if he's going to do any time or what. I mean, you know, if it's not like you hitting somebody over the head and robbing somebody. It's just like money through the computer. I mean, you know, online or whatever, how are they exchanging it. It's just its just like there's no laws, it seems like, for it. But, I mean, it is to a degree, but for how long, you know, how long did they go up to greed?
2: Yeah, that's the question. Yeah. But so mm-hmm. many people are out, like, millions, billions of dollars.
3: Yeah, how do you get that money? Yeah.
2: I, I don't know. I don't understand
3: it. So mm-hmm. he's what?
2: Did you say he's filed bankruptcy now?
3: Yeah. What's when he filed? 13, 7? 11. Uh, 11. 11.
1: 11.
3: Okay. But, you know, so in the meantime, it's about it looks like $60, $70 million different places, you know. Uh, so this is crazy. <laughs> They said this is um this is old fashioned embezzlement. This is just taking money from customers and using it for their own purpose. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah? Yep.
2: It's old just, they, basically they just found another label for it, but it's still embezzlement yeah. no matter how you try to slice it and mm-hmm. dice it and shape it. That's what it
3: is. Right. Right. I never understood the um the Ponzi scheme that uh uh what's his name? Beetholes, he did. Um, I, yeah, I would Bernie. have to look that up again. Yeah, but he he had them people for years took money a whole lot of money.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah that year. was a serious case.
2: Well, he yeah, had people was... investing in I don't know what they were investing in, but people air. were investing, and he was <laughs> doctoring. <laughs> you said air. <laughs> yeah, people were uh, his his team. I don't know who specifically, but his of it, they were doctoring the books and the the reports, you know, so that when people get their, like, monthly statements and whatnot, Mm
4: -hmm. it was showing Mm -hmm. that
2: they're making all kind of money. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're an investor, you know, say if you invested a million dollars and then next month you get a statement that shows you profited, you know, a couple hundred thousand, that looks good. So then, people feel like, well, let me go ahead and throw another million in because it's doing so right. well.
4: Right. And then
2: when you when you get the occasional investor who says, you know what, I need to do something else with my money, so cash me out. So then, while he's in the meantime spending money of
4: people's mm-hmm.
2: in so-called investment, when somebody says mm-hmm. cash me out, now he has to go find new investors. To get the right. money to cash mm-hmm. out, the one that wants out, and promise mm-hmm. them all kind of in profit and whatnot, and that's how the mess just kept going. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I
1: don't. I personally don't think. See, see, what you just said was a perfect example of how people are really are suckers. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to. Not. I'm gonna say you're not. Me specifically. If I had the kind of money to to play the market and all that jazz. I would cash out just like I I cash out in Atlantic City or Vegas on a slot machine. It would be on a regular base. There's no way I'm Mm going to keep contributing without pulling out something. Why would I do that? Mm -hmm. That's never been my thing with people. Oh, my stock is doing good. Well, as long as you're not pulling it out, then how do you know it's doing good if you haven't withdrawn some and took some off the top and use what you made
2: because they if they convince these investors no have got to ride it out it's well, the long term well, my, this is not a short term investment
1: well my mother didn't name me investor so that's well, not me
2: that's why I'm okay. just saying that's how they that's how they sucker people.
1: All right. Well, I'm just mm. saying, yeah, right. And that's what I just said in, in, in the beginning of the conversation yeah. is that those are the ones that are the biggest suckers. Wanting to just put that money in there and they just let it ride. Uh-huh. So they want. They just want to look at it and brag about it. Oh man, don't my one million look good? Oh, one point five million. Don't that look good? Well, if it look good, take take five hundred thousand of it out and, and redo your damn dirty ass bathroom. But Something. you know what? Let me
3: just you know say this. You know, you know the saying the goes. If it's too good to be true, it is. And mm-hmm. you have to look at you know, just look at that scenario what people say. And if you don't understand it, look, step away from it. People say, you know, you 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 invest in XYZ, um, and then your investment grows on a monthly or weekly basis. Um I I just I just don't believe that I can't get I can't get with that, you know it's not the norm should I say, um, and um, maybe that's what people are afraid of people are afraid of something that's not the norm, so if I feel like it's too good to be true, I'm not messing with it. So <laughs> that's yep. my take on it. There you it. go. Mm-hmm. Yep,
4: yep. So. All right. All right.
2: Well, I got another one for you. Uh, This is about a new stamp that's going to honor civil rights icon John Lewis, my man with the uh, good trouble. Civil rights icon and former U.S. Representative John Lewis, who spent decades fighting for racial justice, is going to be honored with a postage stamp next year. Yay! This was announced uh, Tuesday by the U.S. Postal Service. They said that the stamp celebrates the life and legacy of John Lewis, who risked his life to protest against segregation and other injustices in the violent Jim Crow South. Um, Of course, he was devoted to equality and justice for all Americans. Mm
4: -hmm. Lewis spent
2: uh, more than 30 years in Congress defending and building on key civil rights gains that helped achieve, um, that he helped to achieve in the 1960s. And in the face of hatred and violence, as well as being arrested 45 times, he remained resolute in his commitment to do what he always called good trouble. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody probably remembers the march across the uh, Edmund Pettus Bridge from Selma mm-hmm. to Montgomery.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you
2: know, I mean, he did a lot. You know, he was there okay. for that original Bloody Sunday in Alabama when the uh, Alabama State Troopers brutally attacked the protesters. That's how he got his skull cracked when one of the uh,
4: mm-hmm.
2: one of the uh, uh, State Troopers hit him in the head. But mm-hmm. so yeah, shout out to the Postal Service. They're acknowledging him next year with a stamp. So. For people that collect
3: them, you
2: should go out and get those. Look for it next year. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I've got one other thing. Uh, The House has approved the removal of a bust in the uh, Supreme Court, I'm sorry, in the Congress, what is it called, The, the Capitol, that's what I'm trying to say, of the man who wrote the Dred Scott decision. And if you recall, the Dred Scott decision is what protected slavery. His bust has been there all this time in the Capitol in Washington. And the House has finally approved a measure to say he's got to go because this man is the man who kept slavery protected legally. So they're going to get rid of that. Uh, The man's name was uh, Chief Justice Roger Brooke Taney. He's the one who actually wrote the infamous Dred Scott Supreme Court decision, which denied African Americans U.S. citizenship and denied black people protection against the institution of slavery. So this measure was passed by voice vote on Wednesday, and it directs the Joint Committee on Congress, On the library to remove his bust And guess who's going to be In its place Who y'all think they're going to replace it with A bust of somebody else You tell me Okay Justice Thurgood Marshall Woo They're getting rid Of Mr. Taney Taney is out And Justice Marshall Thurgood Marshall is in You know, he served Mm -hmm. up on the Supreme Court, all the good that he did. I won't read all his background information, but, oh, man, I'm so happy because it's that kind of stuff. Just like with all those statues in different states, Virginia had a whole bunch of pro-slavery statues from some of these generals and whatnot that bit by bit, they've been getting rid of all of that. So a lot of these things that celebrate or still acknowledge slavery, people have finally wrote, risen up and said, enough is enough. This stuff needs to go. Nobody wants to walk into the United States Capitol and see this, this bus representing or celebrating this man who was the person, like the architect of let's keep slavery alive. You got to go. Mm-hmm.
3: I know that's right. So, yep,
2: yeah, that's coming real soon. Taney is out. Thurgood Marshall is here. and I am bye, happy, bye. happy, 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 to let you know. Time for Taney to get to stepping.
3: What's his name? So we put him on the kissing list.
2: Well, he's been long since dead, but you can put him on there anyway. Um, Justice Roger Brooke Taney. T a n e y. He's the one that wrote the Dred Scott decision. hmm You know, Dred Scott was a black slave who actually sued the Supreme Court trying to get his freedom.
3: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, I was going to say a, a lot of schools are named after uh, John Lewis. Matter of fact, is one near me, um, and it takes up about two or three blocks. It's a, it's a beautiful school. And uh, they renamed it John Lewis School. And uh and I feel like i uh, I met a celebrity. I I met him in uh um uh, uh, Lord and Taylor's one, one uh day. Um, you know, just uh ordinary guy. Just spoke, shook my hand, said how you doing and that was it, but uh, I was honored oh, to meet okay. him. So Mhm. John right. Lewis himself. hmm
2: May he rest in power.
3: Yeah. All right. Papa
2: Didi, what uh, what are you
3: in focus on?
1: Hmm. Lord and Taylor's boy, you're telling your age. Anyway.
3: Uh.
1: Uh, Let's see. This is a prison warden. He was uh. He beat black inmates for years. So instead of being fired, he was promoted. Wow. Now now peep this here. This 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 is crazy. A new report by the Associated Press revealed disturbing information about the Bureau of Prisons. All right, they they, 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 were, they were official. They officially promoted gentleman. His name was uh, Thomas Ray Hinkle. Remember that name. Despite having a, a, a violent past, abuse of black inmates, steaming from allegations made in 1995. All right, now don't don't think 95 seemed like a while ago, but it wasn't that far ago. Anyway, he had been uh, promoted at least nine times since this whole situation. Okay, he was started off as a correction officer. In June, he was selected by the Bureau of Prisons and Justice Department to become an acting regional director. Now, remember the theory of um, of mostly white men, where they say the one with the most toys wins. <laughs> and, 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 like, if you look to, if you think of when you listen to this story, it's almost like the Donald Trump theory. It's like, almost like the white man that comes off with the most evilest disposition or the most stern, fast attitude. It seems like people kind of fear them and don't hold them accountable and give them a pass on a lot of things. So this is how this stuff kind of incubates itself to things. So at least three inmates, all black, were uh, had they, uh, they, they all had accused Hinkle of beating them while they were in a correction facility in Florence, Colorado, federal penitentiary in 1995 and 96. The allegations were documented in court documentation and formal complaints to prison officials. So in recent years, colleagues said that Hinkle had talked about beating inmates while he was a member of the violent racial gang of guards called the Cowboys. Now, these these correctional officers had their own gang in prisons, so you had the Aryan Nation, the KKK, and the guards, the correction officers even had something called the Cowboys. He was the leader of those. So this this is some crazy stuff going on. I mean, it's just it's amazing. You know, one inmate said that he felt terrified as Hinkle and other guards dragged him up a staircase and slammed him into walls. Another said Hinkle, Hinkle was also amongst guards who threw him to a concrete floor, spat on him, and used racial language toward him. A third said the Hinkle slapped him and held him down while other guards sexually assaulted him. Now, these guys are not only criminals. I mean, uh, now you sexually assault the guys. Uh, so are you gay or, or is this, I guess, you know, butt-fucking is the norm or something? Or you're going to be a tough guy, but then you're going to sexually assault somebody. So what does that say about your whole sexual orientation or what you deem interesting or what you deem sexy or whatever you gotta you, know, you gotta think about that how interesting that is like you're abusing a black guy enough where you just going to stick your stick your stuff in him does that mean that you just you you like that or what you know what i mean it, it can go a thousand different ways if you if you think about it all right even though a minimum of 11 guards that were affiliated with the cowboys were charged in federal crimes the hinkle wasn't so his, the group was busted up eventually. The guards that beat dozen of inmates were primarily black. So ultimately, three were convicted and imprisoned. Four others were acquitted. Another had additional, uh, you know, discharges as the uh, correction officer they were released. However, Hinkle was promoted twice before the criminal investigations were even over. They just took him out of the mix. So, like I said, Hinkle had that particular Donald Trump kind of flavor where nobody ever, you know, messed with him. and He How was always able happen? to... Like I said, it's always been a theory, in in my opinion, amongst uh, Caucasian men, the one with the most toys wins.
4: This sounds on like your another block, case of white privilege.
1: Well, you know, privilege is people that that are going around getting little little things like that. But if you notice, the people that let's say you got a jury, for example, who are they going to make the jury foreman? Oh, let's give it to Bob. Bob owns a Bob owns a hardware store. Blah 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 blah. You know,
4: mm-hmm.
1: he's the main guy out of the twelve people. Everybody knows Bob. Bob's a hardware store. You got this, you that. You know, he's married with two and a half kids. Yada yada yada. You know, and they get that particular stuff hung on them, but that doesn't mean that they're behind the scenes vicious as hell. And this is how the manifestation of people with two or three sides to them get away with it because blacks would never, you know, respect it. The first thing when people see blacks, the first thing as their grandparents and great-grandparents taught them through the years, and every race out there have schooled their people. I'm talking about Middle Eastern, you name it, have always schooled people about the black race. We we've all been, we have all been on everybody's chart board on who we are. The first thing they look at us, they think we're thieves. The next thing they think we are is dirty. You know, not to be trusted and all that. And that theory just... And then when black folks kind of prove their stuff, or, or, or we, we sing to them, or entertaining them, or playing sports for them, it's when they finally lighten up a little bit. Or you sit down next to somebody on a plane or a train and you give them conversation and you show them that you had. You're not really showing. You're just being normal. You show them you got more fucking intellect than they ever had. Now they, oh, oh, okay, well you're, you know, you're not, you're not too bad. So so what the hell did you have in my head about me from the fucking beginning?
4: Mm.
1: You know what I'm saying? That, that's where – and that that's always going to be there. So never walk around like a like a peacock, like you're just going to be accepted based on who you are, hair grade, complexion, or whatever, because you're in that box. And you might as well stay deep cover in that box, stay who you are and stay strong, because you ain't got to really prove nothing to nobody. But in the end, with this situation of this hinkle guy – even though he's done all kind of stuff, um, they're trying. They were trying to terminate him, but they're going to hold off because, as a Justice Department policy mandates, that he must retire uh, next May when he turns fifty-seven years old. So instead of them trying to get him out and spending money and stuff like that to get Hinkle out of the system, he'll be um, fifty-seven years old. Is coming man, he got to retire anyway. So, but he raised a lot of hell before that. Not even, 50, not even sixty years old. And he has been kicking up dust like a modern day joker, so
2: I anyway, know how he managed to get how they promoted him.
1: Because the one that has the most toys
4: wins.
2: Okay. All right. Well on that note, can we can we get a cocktail of the week? Oh my gosh, that's horrible.
3: Yeah, it is. And where was this at? It's that's in Colorado.
2: Colorado. Oh boy. Yeah. But okay. so he's over like though this something
1: bigger than that. Yeah, anymore, he's, right. he's got the whole, the whole system. The whole shebang now. But a, lot, a lot of those prisons are, you paying.
2: know, mm-hmm.
1: a lot of those prisons are for-profit prisons, and I mean, you know, locking up people is a, you know, it's a business. Yes. It's a business, and it's sad because it's, uh, you know, you don't even know. You get pulled over, you don't realize that you've been marked for the system, and if you got a nice car, your car going to block you
3: know what I mean? It's it's a mess. Anyway. But how, I just don't understand how you continue to promote people that do crazy things or just, you know, unimaginable oh. things to other people. You know, they just don't yeah. care, oh. you know, until somebody gets caught on the carpet, you know. That's why we have to be yeah. careful who we vote in and, you know, everything. So yeah. it's crazy. All right. All
2: right, Kevin. You ready for the cocktail of the week?
3: Sure, neat one after that. Mm -hmm.
2: I know that's right. All right, it's time for Kettle and the Cocktail of the Week, brought to you by our parent company, D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. Take it away, Kettle.
3: All right, this is something different. I tried this for the first time last night, and I fell in love with it. This is um, Carmel Turkey. I'm sorry, Carmel Turtle. It's um, by Ballatin caramel turkey, it brings together rich and creamy caramel and pecan flavors wrapped in dark chocolate and punctuated with a backbone of barrel-aged whiskey. Yes, it is a whiskey, Ballatin chocolate whiskey with caramel turtle notes. So, the cocktail I have for tonight is the uh, Ballatin caramel turtle spice tea. Sounds complicated? But it's easy. All right. So we're going to have one ounce of uh, one and a half ounces, whichever you prefer. I prefer one and a half ounces of the Ballatin Caramel Turtle Whiskey. Three ounces of peach-infused sweet tea, a splash of lemon juice, and a peach slice. And just mix all those ingredients in a tall column glass with ice and garnish with a peach slice. And that is the Ballatin Caramel Turtle Spice Tea. So, Enjoy.
2: All right, that sounds kind of fancy. Do you have to put your pinky up? Just sip on that one.
3: I know you don't have to, but I'm I'm trying to tell you this whiskey is off the chain. You can uh, drink it neat or drink it with some ice, and it's it's nice. It's very nice. Wow. Okay. Well, that's Someone the cocktail of you like the it. week. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like you're drinking, uh, uh, you know, the turtles that you used to eat, caramel turtles. Oh, yeah. I love those. Katie did, so, you know, in that category, so similar to that. So it was delicious.
2: Okay, now. All right. Well, Kettle has given her five-star recommendation.
3: (laughs) And what's it called again? (laughs) Um, it's the um Balotin, ballotin B A L L O T I N Carmel Turtle uh uh chocolate whiskey. But it's called this is the spiced tea though. You make it with the spice tea, the lemon, sweet tea and everything. Okay.
2: Um, All right. Thank you much. Much obliged. All right. Gonna shift gears and kick it over to Papa Didi. But What's poppin'?
1: I tell you, I was out today, and I get most of my material off the street, and I was in a train station today. I'm not going to say what train station it was. I'm not going to reveal, you know, the territory I walk on, but uh, I'm sitting here watching these guys who were, I wanted to use ATM machine, but I decided to opt out on that because it, was, it seemed like a couple of guys were just kind of casing the area of the machine, you know. And I'm looking at these guys, and, and after a while, I kind of just started observing them. You know, the beautiful thing sometimes is when you drop back and punt, and you kind of start looking at people that are looking at other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when you know that you've arrived, where now you're just like saying, you know what, I'm scoping everybody in this room. I guess my nature is to sit up against the wall when I go on somewhere and be able to watch the whole room. That's just how I roll. I need a seat to seize every nook and cranny of a room in most cases. But anyway, getting back to the thing today, I opted not to go to the ATM machine because these guys were just kind of hanging around at the machine. I don't know where they have the little machine where they can scope you, hit the machine, put your number in, they can mock your stuff or whatever, but they just looked at crazy hell. And what, what really got me is that a train came in while they were standing up there, and the ATM machine was right by the steps, okay? Now, these guys don't even look. Now, I'm looking at all these women getting off this train. And these were working class women, okay? Mm -hmm. Had on their gear to the day. You know, some of them had on their little, you know, their Friday outfit, their casual stuff, whatever. All kind of stuff (laughs) comes to steps. You know, titties popping, asses popping. Everything that a woman comes up at the end of the day when they got their relaxed mode on, not like the, the ladies going to work, you know, in another direction, got a different going-to-work attitude. These ladies just relaxed. But I'm watching the fact, and I said that to say that these guys that were scoping this whole situation to, to see who they could case weren't looking at none of these women at all. Now, all this ass and titties walking by these guys, and they wasn't paying none of that no mind. I looked at this shit, I said, you gotta be kidding me. And these guys was in the age, either late late teens or early 20s. And they were not interested in coochie at all. And I'm like saying, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I'm like, what? When I, when, man, when I was at age, I was chasing pussy all day. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, you are so obsessed with committing a crime that the whole aspect... And when I say that, I'm not saying you know, the the coochie thing to undermine anything or anybody. But I'm saying that when your mind is not fixated on anything that has to do with regular life, then there's something really preoccupying your brain where you're not doing a natural thing, you know? You ain't got to have an interest in anybody or follow anybody or uh, case anybody to get their number or nothing like that. But just to be checking out people, you know? And it just, it just blew my mind because I just saw another aspect to say that, wow. And you see these shootings and stuff every day of different stuff going on, these young kids, 15, 16, 17 years old. That's because the preoccupation with everything they do, whether it's gaming or uh, whatever they do on the video games whatever, that's got them so far pulled away from society or regular life stuff, that's not even funny. It's amazing, you know? It's like... The Fortnite and all the stuff that, you know, I'm just saying names of stuff, stuff that I've never even experienced or played before and don't need or want to because, you know, I'm trying to enjoy life for the, for the few summers I have left in this world. And But to look at these young people and they don't have a, a clue on just sitting back and smelling the roses of, of life. But they're just like, you know, they, you know, got my hoodie pulled up and I'm just like casing this ATM machine. Just, they just they just working, you know, I'm like, what the fuck what the fuck? You know, and it's just anyway, I'm leaving it out there. I'm just saying all that to say, watch yourself out there. If you're gonna use ATM machine somewhere and it looks suspect, looks shady, looks salty, please. Just get on the train, yada yada yada. When you get somewhere else or the next day You know what I mean Don't tap Mac and pull it Or, or go to ATM let, like, let you see a safe environment Wait till the next day The next morning You know what I'm saying You know Just just use that debit card or something. All
3: right All right
2: That's good advice Good advice
3: mm-hmm. All right I think these youngers Just need something to do Yeah I think that's, don't that's the biggest issue yeah. Nobody ever nobody ever
1: taught them anything to do.
3: You right, know? but then they want to knock somebody else in the head to get their money instead of trying to earn mm-hmm. it. You know, that's, that's the crazy part. You know. That's what they do. Know, when you try to tell them different things, they don't want to listen. They just want it the fastest way. You know. There. You're right.
4: All right. All right. Doing.
2: We're going to take a quick CC break, and we're coming oh. back with the weird news on the Pajama Party Show. You know how we do. This is Beyonce. No! Yeah. It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the pajama party is on right now, right here, on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join them online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on till 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call nine one four eight zero three four three zero six and press one. I'm gonna stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show.
1: All right, back. Welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, uh, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Why, well, darling? It. And it's time for the weird news. where well, we bring you the news of a weird type. And let's see, I've got the first one tonight. This is about a pair of calves, calves, maybe cows, put it that way, playing bit parts in a North Carolina church live nativity scene. Escaped. They got up out of there. Escape to a nearby state park. This happened last week. There were photos uh, that showed police waist deep in the Cape Fear River at Carolina Beach State Park trying to pull the swimming animals back to dry land. So not only did they run to the park, but then they jumped in the water. When you're a police officer in a small island community, you may get some unusual calls, said the local department on their Facebook post. So officers were dispatched to help State Park, uh, the park rangers, round up the escapees who had been performing in the live nativity scene at Seaside Chapel uh, at Carolina Beach, about 140 miles southeast of Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, The animals were finally brought to heel with the help of community volunteers and a canine with specialized herding skills. So these two calves were like, we're not playing. We're not going back to the nativity scene. We're not doing it. We're on the run, and that's how they felt. So they had to get community volunteers. They had to get a dog who knows how to herd cattle and animals, all of that involved to try to get these two calves Uh, rounded up so of course there was the people for the ethical treatment of animals PETA who got involved because they had already written a letter to the pastor to say we want you to stop using live animals in your show and uh, the pastor's wife told the newspaper that the calves along with the donkeys and the sheep were provided by the local farmers who bring them to church two weekends for the nativity scene only those two weekends, and then they go home to their farms. In between performances, they're kept in a roomy pen and not chained. They they're given their regular food, so they were basically trying to tell the PETA, cool out. Nobody's mistreating these animals. But the the couple, the the pastor and his wife, first noticed that these calves were missing. When police came and knocked on their door last Saturday and told them that, uh, hey, your calves are on the run, they still don't know how they got out of their pen, but they got out some kind of way. So they were on the run for about 16 hours, according to the newspaper, and that's how they ended up nine blocks north at the state park. The calves will not be returning to the nativity scene, so now they're down to just the donkeys and the sheep. But calves are out So that's what happened <laughs> Okay <laughs>
3: That's, that's oh. what had happened <laughs> what had happened Yeah, Yeah. where was this again? You said North Carolina
2: This was in North Carolina Yeah, the calves were like yeah. You know what? We're out And somehow they got out of their pen And took off
3: Oh, well They had enough Oh, well right. Mm -hmm. All right, all the way from North Takalaki to, uh, we're going to Berlin. I got the next one. Oh, okay, Um, what you got? um, Police in Western Germany are appealing for help in cracking a potentially very cold case. Authorities say about 60 containers of bull sperm were stolen from a farm in the town of Oppen, 90 kilometers northeast of Cologne. Okay, um, police uh-uh. said in a statement that uh, while it's unclear how the uh, rustle happens, the precious cargo needs to be super cool with liquid nitrogen at negative 196 Celsius degrees, which is a negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit, so uh, it isn't spoiled. They are seeking tips for the public to, might lead to the recovery of the sperm, which was intended for artificial insemination. <laughs> oh my God! What's that? What sperm?
4: Oh, the
2: sperm. oh God!
3: Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Is in
3: Berlin. Berlin. Okay. okay. Bull Berlin. Berlin.
2: Okay.
3: Yep. Mm, I don't know. Bull sperm must do something. Must be some strong stuff. I don't
2: know. I don't
3: know. Mm.
2: I've heard okay. things about it, but I ain't saying. You should talk about it. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said I've heard things about it, but I'm not saying. <laughs> All right, Papa i I'm not, sure? not going to touch that one. <laughs> no, we're not going to touch that.
1: I remember a couple of promos back in the day. They had some men in them. Anyway.
2: Anyway. Yep. Oh, for sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That was, <laughs> that's what I
1: said.
2: I ain't saying. That was an
1: early pajama party there. Uh, anyway. Uh, this one here, this this is a nineteen year old uh I'm trying to understand this here. The Silver Springs man, this is Silver Springs Maryland. The man was accused of stealing grease from behind restaurants.
4: Hmm.
1: Now I mean now at the end of the story I wanna ask a question about what they they what do they deem as stealing when you're taking something that's used. Maybe it didn't stop. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Anyway, Lexington Park, Maryland, okay, uh guess that's in the area of Silver Springs or it must be something inside of Silver Springs, Maryland. A uh, 19-year-old man from Silver Springs was arrested Wednesday after uh, police said he was caught stealing grease from behind uh, multiple restaurants, okay? Yeah. I guess all the restaurants have their little dumpster area where the grease goes into. Anyway, according to the uh, St. Mary County Sheriff's Department deputies, they were near the Lexington Valley uh, Shopping Center in Lexington Park when they noticed a suspicious car. Now, what makes this car suspicious? Was it the driver or was it the car? I don't okay, know what it <laughs> with someone inside, with someone inside the car, and they were parked at the back of what's called the Golden Chicken Restaurant. Okay, the man later was identified as uh, Homer Pralowski. Leslie told the deputy that he was taking used oil grease from the. The valley's a uh, proteins dumpsters. Okay, use oil from the valley proteins dumpster at the rear of the business. Investigators claimed that a nearby grease dumpster behind the Pizza bowl restaurant also had two locks broken on it. Okay, now hmm. this guy Pinelli reportedly reportedly told deputies he was able to open the top door of the Pizza Boli, uh dumpster. And insert a hose in. He just confessing what he did, I
4: guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said he was able to open up the top door of the pizza bowl dumpster and insert a hose in to suck the grease out like you're suffering gas out of a
4: mm. out of
1: a tank. And he was sucking into a three hundred and thirty gallon drum. So he was oh, still in some, major. some for real. He, was, yeah, he was getting it in. And I don't think this was the first time his ass got caught. <laughs> anyway, uh, officers believe that uh, Pinelli had attempted to breach the dumpsters behind the Golden Chicken restaurant when he was caught. So he got pizza boldy and a couple other places. Then he was going for the Golden Chicken. <laughs> and this uh, goes, I tell you, that shopping center got a lot of fried shit up there. Anyway, uh. Um, They estimated that he had two 330-gallon tanks in his vehicle. He said that would be worth, if he was to sell it, it would be worth $3,000.
2: So he
1: was arrested and faces charges of theft and destruction of property. Now, first of all, if I was his lawyer, okay, this is what I would say. Now, you say destruction of property. Do we have video of him breaking the locks on that particular dumpster? Now, if something is called a dumpster, now this is somebody else's prop, property, mind you. But a dumpster is a dumpster. When you think, think of dumpster, what's the first thing you think about?
2: Yeah, trash.
1: Waste, right? Mm-hmm. Waste material. So he's doing in there. But I do know some people who own shops that the heater is run by, you know, grease like that. It's deep. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so, but I'm just trying to figure out, you know, you're racing somebody for, you call them doing activity, but this activity is used grease, but it must be the fact that this restaurant sells grease to somebody else. So, you're cutting in on their money, I guess. So, they must
2: oh, yeah. take
1: the tank out well, of the dumpster. They had the
2: resale value for it was, what, two or 3000
1: Yeah. So, which means the owners probably told them what they would make off of that. And I guess they have no right to on their property, but. I mean, used wreaths, used wreaths, but I guess there's a market, damn, near for everything nowadays. Damn, from the, boy, it the way they breaks stuff down to the lowest dimensions, it's almost like the cow eating hay and shitting out manure. Two-for-one um, move. I
2: have never heard of such a thing.
1: Anyway. Well, but there you go. That's, that's Silver Springs, Maryland. And uh, so, damn, mm-hmm. Pizza Bowley yeah.
4: and
1: uh, you know anything about those places, Kyle?
3: Mm, I don't know about them, but I'm, I'm not familiar with them in, in Silver Spring. You know. They, they did. <laughs> Look, okay. next time I go up that way, I will check and see uh, anybody else selling grease on the back. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Like, what y'all doing with this grease? I don't get it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I hope they're not reusing it when they recycle recycling or something. I don't know. Yeah, I hope not.
1: Yeah, a lot, like I said, a lot of fuel okay. systems take that nowadays, heating, heating mm-hmm. uh, systems. Well, too. what
2: I do know is that for restaurants, there's, like, you, if you sell anything fried, you have to have a certain type of grease trap, and that grease mm-hmm. gets collected in that trap and funnels out to something, something that collects it, and there's a specific way you're supposed to dispose of it. Like, you can't mm-hmm. just throw all that stuff in your dumpster with, cardboard boxes and all of that stuff. Well, that's what
1: he had. They had a grease dumpster.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, there's a specific way. Like there's some well, other a truck company comes and that pumps comes it. and gets it or pumps it or whatever. But somebody's
1: making money on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it nothing else, it. you got to yeah, pay yeah.
2: to have that stuff removed. But I'm um, saying there's a way that you have I to have do to it properly. I actually think somebody's paying you
1: to remove it because it's worth money. So you're paying somebody to take something that you would be able to make money on? I don't know. I don't know well, I'm is.
2: just saying what I know about restaurants, you gotta, you have to have that stuff removed properly, otherwise you get fined. Indeed, yeah. So, I I don't know. Who knew that there was some other resale market for used grease? Who knew, yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: That's some wild stuff. Anybody know, give us a call, 914-803-4306. You
1: know, in an unrelated story on that, up in Philadelphia, City Hall, they, they stole a piece of the... Uh, the copper railing off the side of the city hall building i mean this copper was like i mean early whenever city hall was built up there like the old-fashioned rails and all that mm-hmm. stole a big old piece that that, that a big old piece of old-fashioned copper and it had turned green like um mm-hmm. the statue of liberty and all that mm-hmm. and they just took the whole piece and they showed a the guy wheeling it away and so he got people,
2: somebody on video stealing it
1: yeah he was white too because so when that hoodie, oh when that hoodie dropped, that face was wild. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, anyway.
3: And nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, it
4: was.
1: Anyway.
3: Okay. Oh, I guess boy. They're selling anyway. for money, I guess. That's what they're doing. Oh, yeah. All right. Hell Let's yeah. move
4: it on. Everybody mm-hmm.
3: Everybody's yep.
1: breaking everything down. They're taking the salt off the damn saltine crackers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Hide your wife,
2: hide your kids. Hide your wife, hide your kids. They're stealing everything. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with me, and I'm just saying. And I got something for you, so stand by on the other side of the break. It's the Pajama Party Show. Hey,
1: this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday nights live at the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. And don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'.
2: Hey, and and join me. This is Red Wine with the Long, Long Steps. And I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget, the cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood Wrap-Up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the Kitchen List. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and who want us to call them out.
1: So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party.
2: Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press one.
1: Now let's get back to the show.
2: Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender?
1: Does he see my slippers?
2: I'll call the room service.
1: Right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle.
2: Hello. And red wine. Oh, swag, so darling.
1: All right, let's uh, go to red wine for some. Uh, I'm just saying, take it away.
2: Yes, thank you, Papa Didi. Yes see I'm just saying, my topic tonight is we need more options. And I'm I'm speaking generically, but specifically, we need some more options. So, how about like Ticketmaster? Let's talk about Ticketmaster. Now, companies like Ticketmaster, it looks like they've just kind of eased into what's almost a complete monopoly, which I thought was supposed to be illegal thanks to, uh, what is that they call it, when they busted up the monopoly? Uh, I can't think of the word, but it seems like, you know, it, that that should not be allowed when one big company seems to be taking over the whole market. That's why Bell got broken up in the first place.
4: Yeah.
2: I just can't think of the word right now. But anyway, like what happened with those pre-ticket sales for the Taylor Swift concert? Yeah. That same thing happened again with Ticketmaster for that Bad Bunny concert in Mexico. Same thing. It was like 80,000 people at that concert in Mexico to see Bad Bunny. And then there were like hundreds. It wasn't thousands, they said. Hundreds of people bought tickets that were not cheap from Ticketmaster, and then when they got to the venue, they were told, these tickets aren't valid, you can't come in. But they spent their money, and they bought the tickets from Ticketmaster. So how's Ticketmaster selling tickets that in the system are showing up as invalid tickets? I'm just saying, we need more options. Because big, big companies like Ticketmaster have just, like, taken over the whole venue ticket situation. I mean, what other options do we really have out here? And like I said, with that Bad Bunny thing, it got so bad, people were pissed. The president of Mexico asked if Bad Bunny would consider doing a free concert to accommodate all of the folk who couldn't get into the show because of this Ticketmaster mess that happened. Now, Bad Bunny didn't say he was going to do it, but, you know, the request was put out there. Now, the Mexican regulators are accusing Ticketmaster of overselling the concert, which it really looks like that's what they did. But the problem is, Ticketmaster has got that whole ticket industry pretty much by the short hairs. so what can we do? I'm just saying we need more options. Now, Ticketmaster claimed that the tickets and questions were fake. They said these aren't were not these were not legitimate tickets. So when they came up as you know a problem, you know how when they you go in and they scan them, and if it's clear they let you in. Well, these came up as like eh, red light, you can't come in. But the problem is, like I said, Ticketmaster sold these tickets. It just sounds like some slick shiggity to me. But with all these, with the limited options, what can people do? So many venues don't even sell tickets at the venue. When you try to get tickets there, they put you back to Ticketmaster. Everything is like funneling back to on Ticketmaster, and then you got to pay all those extra little fees that they add on. You know how when you look up a ticket and they say the tickets are fifty dollars, you think, all right, cool, fifty dollars plus sales tax. But you end up paying almost $70 for a $50 ticket because they add on a bunch of crap. You don't know, even you know what it is. They just add it in, another 5 for this, 10 for that, 12 for this, 8 for that. And before you know it, they have jacked that price up almost 20 bucks. This stuff is not right. I'm just saying. They do it because they can, but we need more options. And let's not forget the, the mobile phone industry because they're just as bad. That industry is now controlled basically by three major players, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. And together, those three provide service, get this, to 99% of Americans. Mm. All these other little, uh, the one that Ted Danson advertises and the one for the seniors' phones and all of that, they're barely holding on to 1% when you add all of them up. But T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, they got 99% of American cell phone business. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. This is still basically like a three-way monopoly. It's no wonder that you get all these extra fees, your bill keys going up, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing we can do. Why? Because we're all addicted to our mobile phones. We've gotten to the point now where you can't really function without having a mobile phone. Because people got rid of their landlines. A lot of people don't even have landlines anymore. So if you don't have a mobile phone, you just cut off. So they know they got us. Once again, what can we do? We got to go with whatever they give us. It's almost like going to a buffet and they say, we're serving the same old thing night after night. You have no choice. You don't need a menu because it's whatever it is. And you're going to eat it and be happy. That's what they're doing. That's why I'm saying we need more options. And then the cable and Internet, let me not leave them out. They're no worse. They're no better. No, they are worse, actually. But there's a handful of companies that's controlling all of that, just like the the Ticketmaster, just like with the mobile companies, with the phones, cable and Internet, same thing. They're even worse with the fees because they get all of these interstate fees and County tax, local tax, state tax, I don't know, slap your mama tax. They come up with all kind of crap, and your bill just keeps going up and up. I'm just saying we need more options. And you know what gets me is with the cable companies, they get you with all these little promotional things. You know, your bill gets out of hand. You complain, and then they say, oh, well, we got this promotional going. We can knock your bill, you know, knock $30, $40 off your bill, and that will be good for three months, six months, whatever. But after that, it's going to go up to another number. And then they leave it up to you to keep track of this crap. Or they say you can get HBO free for three months, and after that it's going to be, you know, 20 bucks a month or whatever. And if you don't pay attention, next thing you know, your bill will be adding up with all these little promos and things that they have offered to you because they sound like we're helping you. They're not helping you. They're just helping themselves to more of your money. I'm just saying we got to do something about these greedy monopolies that these companies are running. I don't know how to fix it, but I know this much. We need more options. Competition helps to bring the prices down. They, I think they're all in cahoots with each other. And that's how they all are pretty much charging the same thing. Even if you shop around and say, well, I'm going to kick this one to the curb and go with that one, you're still going to be paying basically the same thing, just to a different person. I'm just saying we need more options to combat this crap because this stuff ain't right. I'm tired of paying all this extra fees and money
3: for this mess.
2: We need more options. That's what I'm saying.
3: All right. That was a good one. But, you know, um, I guess we have to go back to the the, the people that are letting these mergers go through. Cause all these mergers have included just three people, you know, as far as the monopoly. We keep mm-hmm. saying we don't want a monopoly, but then they continue to let these mergers go through. So they must be getting some uh, backlash or some money, on, you know, underneath the table or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Somebody getting thrown somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yep.
2: <laughs> That's why mm-hmm. I said I think they're all in cahoots because I feel I, like I, they yeah. all got together and said, look, let's just do it like this. We're all going to mm-hmm. get a third of the market no matter what because mm-hmm. it's not like mm-hmm. the consumers really have a choice.
3: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You said it, but you know what, I sometimes when I see those, uh, it's funny when I look at those T-Mobile commercials, and you look at the pink map, it looks like it's 99% of the, the map that's covered, but there's one section up there, and it's Utah. Like, they don't get no reception at all. <laughs> T-Mobile up there in Utah. I was like, because I had to go on the map just to see what state that was. I was like, okay, <laughs> can't get no phone on uh, T-Mobile in Utah. They probably have another service there, so. I wonder they what excluded. that's about. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, that's some uh, craziness. Uh, well, All right. If
3: you, look, if anybody got any questions or comments about what Red we is talking about, hit us up tonight. 914 803 <laughs> and press 1. And press 1. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. P- Papa Didi, you ready talk about living for the city?
3: Yeah, it
1: is. There's so much going on. And, you know, that was, a, that was a really good commentary, which could have showed that's kind of where we let the world get. Not we let, because we had no control, but I always say the main reason why Martin Luther King was assassinated was because he had the ability to, to uh, persuade people to boycott.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And once he did that a few times, you know, mainstream society just said, you know what, that Negro got too much power, and they took his ass out. They got a, they got a, a military sharpshooter to shoot him from way across the way. When he stepped on a the balcony, they made sure they just and it just was amazing the, the length that they went to go through that. That's how much they did not want him to disrupt what was already in place for years, where they just were shanghaiing people. But now, you know, they become their own enemy because now everybody wants to be so-called convenient. Like you said, just to play on your particular story, you know, one of the biggest scandals, too, is you look at places like Lowe's and Home Depot. I mean, look how many mom and papa stores they put out of business. You know, whatever yeah. happened there. You ever heard of a store called Heckinger Ace Hardware Store? Places like that? You know, we had choices. And now, I, and I feel sorry for anybody born from 1995 on, because they're, they're just tra- trapped in that whole cesspool of the whole whirlpool of uh, they, the only choices they have is the choices that somebody's going to give them, you know? And they're being raised with that, raised on that. Anytime you got to go all the way in a big-ass Home Depot just to buy, oh, my God, what is the smallest minute thing that you can get, that you got to get from Home Depot? You say, damn, why am I in this big-ass conglomerate asking somebody, where are the whatever? You know what I mean? It's like, where where is the such and such? I can see if he's buying an appliance or something like that or some flooring or something like that. But, damn, just to go in there and just get some basic stuff, you don't know whether it's on aisle 19 or aisle 99. It's in the back of the back or the front of the back. And it's just it's just a mess, you know? And, um, you know, another thing I want to focus on, too, I'm just going to do a little hodgepodge on this particular segment. I want to focus on that situation with those anchors um when the ABC show uh called the uh, uh the need to know uh, I I really like that show you know cuz they had the two people they had uh, what's her name Amy Robar and uh, TJ Holmes you know they were very they were very laid back they were very open they they made you laugh they were clean cut so they had the doctor on there and she joined in and everything and then all of a sudden somebody started you know peeking in their personal business and now oh she's married he's married only because she was married to this guy who's a, he was an actor one time or has been or whatever and she's he's married to a lawyer and but what difference does that make? And and that's the problem with the world today. Is it because he's a black man and she's a white woman that they actually like each other? That they like holding hands or that? and that and then the people that's making comments, you know, like you were saying, Robin Roberts. Mm-hmm. Talking about, Well, that's the biggest scandal, well then what are you? What are you? You're you know, what what is your marital status? What's your sexual orientation? Ain't nobody getting into what you into. I remember Robin Roberts when she was a sportcaster on ESPN where she wore a fucking baseball cap. Now she's making big money wearing fabulous gowns and, you know, she done did all the stuff to do what she got to do. Now she's just a sort of creme de la creme. And now you're going to sit back and have an opinion? Well, nobody really picked on you with anything. No matter what you did in your life, is your business. But now you got an opinion. It just goes back to the original racism from the very beginning. With all the stuff that they're trying to promote in the world, you know, between the LGBTQ+, plus all that, that they're trying to put in the world and put in place in the world, you're still trying to keep the black man away from the white woman. And I thought all the executives now in all these different companies were females now. So are y'all just as racist as the fucking men were? You know what I mean? Because I know women are running shit now. On ABC, NBC, CBS, the only white geezer they got left is Fox. You know, Fox still got the old white man, you know, uh, 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 you know. But the rest of these joints, CBS, ABC, NBC, you're not going to tell me that a female ain't running those joints. But ABC just shooting, oh, they're still sidelined until we finish our. Your investigation to what? Black dick into white pussy? What are you investigating? They were both professional anchors, both carried themselves well. They both had beautiful smiles, knowledgeable people, respectful people, clean-cut people. They went over to the Jubilee in England together and did their thing, came back reporting from England, blah, 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 blah. They did everything you're supposed to do. The fact that somebody stuck a camera up their ass, oh, look at them. There's one here. And then they show a shot of them holding hands in the back of an Uber. Damn, how low can a fucking paparazzi go? And because you got that white hand over top, that black hand, what is that? Is that your equivalence of a penis up against a vagina? I mean, what are you trying to say? And when I see this, I'm like, we still... And then they got these fill-ins on that show. Cause that show was a very popular show. It came on at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on ABC. Very popular. Very, and very good. Came on from 1 to 2 p.m., And it was a good show. It is a good show. Now they got a bunch of fill-ins on there. Oh, they're still sidelined. Sidelined. For what? By who? With the date, they're the ones that got to handle their husbands and wives when they get home. And they're both separated. Isn't the person you got to handle business with is your husband or your wife at the end of the day? But what is all this? If you're going to sit up here and celebrate all the new wave stuff they just signed a bill for, equal marriages for everybody and all that... But we cannot get past black man, white woman, interracial. That shit is still, in 2022, shine his ugly head once again. That's a goddamn shame.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm done. All right. I'm done. I have to agree with you on that one. I really don't see what the big deal is. I like
1: them, too. I, I like them, too.
2: I mean, they clearly had on-camera chemistry.
1: Oh, they had beautiful on-camera chemistry.
2: To sit them, they still sitting sitting them down. So I hope they're the getting investigation paid. investigation is still ongoing.
1: hope they're getting paid. That's all I hope. I don't
3: know.
2: Anyway.
3: You know what? You know what? Maybe the producers, the people in the background, maybe they're jealous. <laughs> maybe. Well, you know
1: what? If you're jealous, you need to get a life. You really need to get a life. Because yeah, you really shouldn't be worrying about anybody else God has given all of us In the world the same thing From the top of your crown to the bottom of your bunions We have all the same it, things in between And if you can't jockey it, your shit You know, I'm sorry Go ahead, go ahead, Kevin.
3: That's what. No, I was going to say, but if they were smart They would let them continue to be on That's going to bring people the ratings I mean Come on they, It doesn't take time It doesn't take uh rocket scientist now on this um uh news cable, I think it's M S N B C my aunt she watches it twenty four seven but it was um Morning Joe. Now him and another woman they were married but Damn. they used to be all lovey dovey to each other and all And they worked great. Right. they got right. a divorce. I mean they got a, they divorced their spouses and they married each other. Now they're on they're still on MSNBC. And people exactly. love them.
1: And didn't miss you know, a beat.
3: So,
1: so you yeah. have to put, but so, see, they're both being on the persqu- a Caucasian persuasion. You have to think now there has to be something racial between Amy and I TJ. Mean, come on.
3: Can't know? we grow as 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 a country? I mean, we've seen black and white I before. I guess not. We've seen gay together. So now what?
2: Y'all need to grow. Yeah. The fuck up sure. That's what they
1: need to do. Well, what about, let up. me tell you something. There's a woman, there's a woman, what is her name? She's on CNN. What is that white woman's name with the blonde hair, big nose, short young lady? She's always sitting in on the election uh, thing. Ah, I forget now, her name. I know
2: who you're talking about, but I can't think of she her name. She was
1: married. She was married to two different guys on CNN. Mm.
2: If you pull up okay. CNN
1: political political analysts, you know uh,
4: mm-hmm.
1: CNN political analysts. One of the women on there. Yeah, She's a white woman with the big eyes. Pretty, pretty lady. Uh, big eyes, mm-hmm. blonde hair. And uh, she was married to two different guys, and they're still working together. <laughs> that's still, what I'm saying. They don't they care.
2: care. I mean, they
1: sit on the round table together, and she was married to two dudes on there. It's crazy. But I forget but her name.
3: But ABC yeah. or Disney or whatever something. the parent company is, they're going to end up effing up themselves, you know. If you yeah, ABC, I'm really shocked. Their ages is, age is going to be like, look, it's time for you to move. And I think that's what they want them to do. They want them to leave on their own. Instead of them getting fired, because if they fire them, they going up, they going up the creek. So, um, you know, that's that's just stupidity. Y'all just stupid.
2: Well, if I was them and they fired me, I would get my lawyer and file a suit.
3: Because I right. would have and to that's understand. what I'm saying. Like, they don't. Do want, they don't want that to happen. That's why they're being delicate about the situation. But I think they want them to leave on their own. You know. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Look, they're being about
2: as delicate as a bear doing ballet. You already set them down. People are looking, and they don't see them on there. It's very obvious that right. the, the network has pulled them, but you haven't fired them, so you got them in limbo, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Anyway, the okay. young lady I was
1: looking for, her name is Dana, Dana Bash.
2: Dana, yeah. Dana well, Bash. Okay. If you
1: pull up Dana mm-hmm. Bash... She's married to two guys on that that she still work with.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
2: So she got two ex-husbands.
1: Mm-hmm. Looking at yeah. two Johnsons every day that she used to run up on.
2: That still work for the network. Really? No, CNN N- 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 ain't N- tripping? Johnson.
3: Okay, all right, Pop. Yeah,
1: she's looking at two Johnsons every day that she used to run up on. Damn.
2: But CNN okay. ain't tripping. It like mm-hmm. look, as long as y'all can all work together and get along, we don't care.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. So. Anyway, we'll continue to follow the story, yeah. but we'll see. <laughs> Okay. We're going to yeah. take a little cc break?
1: break yeah, take now. a cc and we'll get back.
2: <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Kettle and the Hollywood Rapper on the Pajama Party Show. Bonsoir, bonsoir. This is red wine, or as they say in Paris, Je suis en rouge. Join me every Friday right here on A Pajama Party where I'll get on my rent, sit on my little bar stool and give you my opinion on whatever has been bugging me or whatever's on my mind this week. You don't want to miss it. I know I won't. So be here with me every Friday, red wine, on the Pajama Party Show. Visit us on www.apajamaparty.com and check us out. We'll see you there.
1: Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. When your host Papa DJ, I'm here with Kettle.
2: Hello. Get hey, red wine. Oh, soir, darling. Ooh, it's time for Kettle in the Hollywood Wrap-Up. Uh-oh, Papa warming up. You
1: ready? Mm,
4: mm,
1: mm, yeah. All right. Yeah. Hollywood. Papa, 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 Hollywood. Let's go to Hollywood.
3: Woo! All right. These two names are synonymous to each other. Tyler Perry. And uh, well, three names, I'm sorry, Tyler Perry, Meghan Markle, and uh, Prince Harry. Um, I have to say that this new series, Harry and Meghan, it's pretty good. I'm on uh, episode number two, getting ready to watch three. So, I guess in three, this will be revealed. Tyler Perry reveals he is the godfather to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's daughter. Uh, LeBette Diana Yeah, so, a little bit Yeah, a little bit Okay, let me get it right Um, He recalled The final episode of Netflix um, Docu-series, um, Harry and Megan And um, They asked him to be the Godfather in 2021 Because he stayed with them for a short period of time Around the um, pandemic He stayed with them, stayed with uh, Tyler Perry For a while And at that time, um, you know, they became good friends. So they asked them to be the godfather of their little baby girl. I mean, hey, couldn't ask for a better person, huh? He got money, they got money. Why not? Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, the docu-series is excellent. It's well-written, well-produced, well-put-together. It's pretty good. Um, Also, Megan, um, she talks about um, how she revealed that she wasn't treated like a quote-unquote like a black woman until moving to the UK. So her thing was you know, her dad is white and the mom is black. She spent more time with her mom but she spent weekends with her dad as well. So, you know, people around her didn't look at color. She didn't think about color. She knew she was different but I mean, hey, until her mom says look when you go to the uk it's gonna be all about race so you better wake up little girl so she was she was naive on that retrospect but uh you know mama had to tell her a few things you know um but check out the docu-series. i think you guys are like it on netflix um also my girl is in the news bet and mary j Blige have just announced a deal that will allow BET a first look at a non-scripted project and a second look at a scripted project from Blind's, uh, program, uh production company, Blue Butterfly. Um, she has a show called Wind Down. It's, it's the first project currently in development and is described um, less as a talk show and more as an opportunity for some real talk between uh, Blind and her selected friends of hers. So. You know, sit back, chill, relax, talk with Mary. Why not? Why not? Okay. You know, I'm going to be checking it out. Um, Look, hey, maybe maybe we need to talk to BET. Maybe the pajama party can get up in there. But anyway. Um, Also, a legend of Melba Moore. She went from homelessness, heartbreak, losing her daughter, to finally getting Hollywood star. Wow. That's a whole lot. Um, Melba Moore, she's 77. She's done a lot in her career. Um, Tony award winner, this, that, she's done a lot. She's come a long way. Um, unfortunately when she was married, her husband took basically all her money. She was worth about $20 million. Um, but she ended up becoming on welfare and, uh, really didn't have too much money after that. She lost her daughter, um, at that time. But, um, now her and her daughter they're back together and formed a relationship and her daughter's having her produce um uh upcoming um album. So that's um that's just full circle for me. So that's that's pretty good. Okay. Uh yeah. Also, um uh, Martin. She said she shares a health update after undergoing surgery to remove a painful ovarian cyst. Now, this chick she's only eighteen. This is the one that played on black is just the one of the twins. She's using her personal health experience to encourage others to pay attention to their bodies. Um, she said she'd been she'd been enduring this pain for over four years. And she finally, you know, had the surgery and um she said she's she's recovering pretty good. But I mean she was fourteen though. So she was still doing the uh, the series Blackish. So uh, wow, she endured a lot, though. Um, also, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg and Master P is forced to change the name of a breakfast cereal. Really? Okay. Snoop Dogg says a minor setback or major comeback. He's saying, this ain't gonna this ain't gonna take me down. The breakfast cereal, Snoop Loot was um, stripped of his name after a complaint from an unnamed competitor, really. The marshmallow field cereal representative appears, uh, toe dipped into the breakfast industry takeover. Uh don't be haters, people. Don't don't do that. Don't be haters. Uh <laughs> but it's you know marshmallow? I wanna try some mm-hmm. <laughs> You know Snoop Dogg he, he look, he's gonna bounce back. He's gonna bounce back. Okay. Um, also, uh, Terrence Howard—he is in the news. He is saying he is going to retire again for the second time. Yeah. Um, you know, come on now—he's—he's—he's he's, he's in the um, the best man final chapter, which um, premieres December twenty second. But they're having a, a a DC premiere here at the Howard Theater on Sunday, December the eighteenth. And yours truly will be there. Um, so I'll be there checking out the the, the stars and checking out the movie, um, but he claims he's going to retire. You know, homeboy, he's he's been in Hustle and Flow and Dead President, and um, he was on All My Children. That I didn't know. Uh, but uh, I mean, you have all these accolades, and all of a sudden you want to retire? Come on, Terrence, oh, come on! I don't know if he's just going that for publicity or what. I don't know. I don't know.
2: You took the words you know, right
3: out of my head. Well, maybe he's going to, you know, pursue his musical career or something like that. I don't know. Um, okay. That, but that's going to be interesting to see. And uh, last but not least, 10 black short films are premiering at the 2023 Sundance Film Festival. Do you believe that? We are finally getting in. Wow. 10 of them? This film? Yes.
2: I don't amazed. believe
3: it. Uh, Yes, it is. And that film festival from January 19th to the 29th in Salt Lake City, Utah. And where you can't get no perception of T-Mobile, so you better not take your T-Mobile phone. (laughs)
4: So,
3: um, I mean, kudos to the uh, black film uh, makers that uh, have uh, gotten into the Sundance Film Festival. And uh, that's my Hollywood wrap-up.
2: You had all kind of good info tonight, my goodness. Thank you so much.
3: Okay, you're welcome. Mm -hmm.
2: And the Hollywood Wrap-Up is brought to you by Kettle and D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. You can check them out at dchomegrown.com. Oh, my goodness, so much going on. Papa Didi, can you please explain... To the listening audience, what exactly is the world-famous kiss-it list?
1: Well, the kiss-it list is everybody uh, in the last week. They shot themselves in the foot, showed their butt, and everything else. And um first one I want to put on there is uh, your boy.
2: <laughs> Whoever it is not my boy. Let's get that clear.
1: What's those things called? The NTFs? Or N-
2: oh, yeah. Trump with the NTF.
1: NTFs things. Sold out.
2: Baseball. Training. Sold out of them.
1: Baseball. Boy, I tell you. He got a mastermind when it comes to making that dough. I tell you what. He was those out, Those different yep, dough.
2: he sold every one of
1: them. NTF cards or whatever. Mm-hmm. How much were they?
2: 99 99 a piece. Damn. Oh, my God. But the poses on because 'cause they're like baseball trading cards, but they're all digital. But there was one mm. shot of him in an astronaut, universe, uh, you know, astronaut suit. Then mm. there was one of him He's trying to do money. the Superman pose, where you're ripping open your shirt to show the super, the S on the chest thing.
3: Mm. his was. Uh, was like, ass. Oh, my guy.
2: Yeah, showing his <laughs> fake ass. They weren't real ass. No. Nah. Oh, uh, so uh,
1: it was okay. were all
2: thing. Come on, man. I thought they were
1: real. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I thought you went to Gold's Gym. The only
2: thing I'm uh, Also, I couldn't answer that.
1: I moving on. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I'm moving on. Also, Thomas Ray Hinkle, that was the, uh, the guy who was beating up and abusing black inmates.
4: Yeah. Who,
2: instead of getting fired, he was promoted. So, Thomas Hinkle is on the list. Whoever stole the bull semen. The semen Thieves, mm. you're on the kissing mm. list. Mm. Mm. Okay. The dude stealing grease behind the restaurant in Silver Spring, <laughs> you're on the kissing list. <laughs> uh, I'm adding AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon, oh, and Lord. Ticket oh. oh, yeah, All Ticket Passments
3: for sure. Yeah. You,
2: you greedy, yeah. money mongrels, y'all are on the kissing list.
3: Did they ever and, resolve that issue?
2: Which
1: one? I oh, no. you gonna do that. It's, they they trying to act amazing. like it, but... Oh, no. The problem is now that there's just too many people and not enough function. Mm-hmm. You know, you just... Okay. Sometimes when you have an abundance of people, there's no way you can mm-hmm. handle it. Just, you know, Taylor yeah, Swift fans are yeah. just... They're just too... I mean, yeah. there's no way you yeah, can handle them. Yeah,
3: there's <laughs> yeah. too much of them. She gotta come yeah.
1: bigger places. She gotta stop doing... Uh, concert halls and come to stadiums and stuff, you know?
4: Mm -hmm. You know if
2: the stadium could them.
4: Yeah. Oh, also Mm -hmm. I have
2: one last one. Uh Carrie Lake out in Arizona. She's still Mm -hmm. trying to get recounts and whatnot done of the election, the midterm election. She is still refusing to concede. Are
3: you serious? Yeah. Oh god. Carrie,
2: give it up. You lost honey. People understand You, you know
1: you know a guy named um out of Pennsylvania. Remember personally person Ed Rendell? You ever heard his name before? Ed Rendell.
2: No, it's not ringing a bell.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Ed Rendell mm-hmm. used to be the governor of, uh, I think he was the mayor of Philadelphia one time. Then he became the governor. But you know how many times that man lost that election before he won? So you sometimes you lose a lot, too, before you win. And sometimes when you lose, you got to just go back to the drawing board and come back. These people think because she was saying she was going to get reelected and everything before oh, she yeah. even ran. Well, first when I win and I'm going to get reelected. Then I might consider presidency after my second election. I'm like, well, damn. Yeah,
2: she had all kind of future mm-hmm.
1: plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she and was And wow. that
2: election is messing up she her
1: plans. She pours the water in the cup before the tea kettle rings. I'm
3: hot.
2: There you go. Anyway.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, how about this Justice Roger Brooks penny or something?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, Taney. That's the author of the Dred Scott decision. He's on the okay. and the
3: executive and, and Thomas Ray Hink- Hinkley? Oh, Hinkle.
2: Hinkle, yeah. Yeah, we got him. Uh, we got him. Who else? Did we and don't on? forget the
1: executives. The executives of ABC for shutting down. uh
3: Oh yeah. TJ and
1: Amy. For sure.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, they just you know what?
3: Maybe, maybe maybe we should do a campaign. Look. Bring them back. Bring them back.
1: <laughs> well, I would I would go to another network. I'd mm-hmm. sit up there right next yeah. to Gail King and uh, the CBS crew. Yeah.
3: That's yeah. probably what's going to happen. They're going to go to another network and do much better. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And bring the same concept there. Yeah.
3: And then See ABC will be
2: looking real foolish.
3: Uh, dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there you dumb. go.
2: Oh, I forgot the commanders, the NFL team, the commanders. Oh yeah. And uh Dan Snyder. is Commanders. Commanders. They well. it <laughs> I mean All Dan Snyder, them. but not the
3: not the team, not the team. i am an old
2: team on. Okay, oh, I'll just say no. Dan Snyder.
3: Okay. Yeah, Roger Michelle
2: and Dan Snyder.
3: Mm, the team is doing quite well. <laughs> I, 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 All right.
2: All right. Well, we got a special gift for everybody on this week's kiss at list. Kiss my entire head Kiss my Irish ass You better
0: kiss my Irish ass
4: This world, kiss my
0: ass
1: Kiss my ass (laughs) You can die All right, welcome back to Down Party One. Who's with Papa Dee, and here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Phone darling. All
1: right. Yeah, we're gonna for a couple minutes just uh, talk about the good brother Twitch boss uh, his untimely death was so unimaginable, you know. And let's just see where that leads us. I think the latest thing I heard is that they found some kind of note. And I'm just trying to figure out what all the stuff he's done and all the opportunities he's been a part of. Man, I tell you, when somebody got something on their mind, that's a hard thing to understand. And it just won't be the last time, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. Look at that. You know, we find him in the same frame of mind that we saw in when uh, the whole situation with the helicopter crash with Kobe Bryant and all the other people involved in that situation, including his daughter. Another thing that shocked the world, you know, and just a a sad thing, you know, just so sad. I just hope they get to the bottom of it, and, and, and be honest about what happened so we can avoid it going forward. We always want to change the narrative of everything and make it sound good, like people like Robin Williams when he died, you know, they say, oh, he did this, and then the young lady who drove her car into the into the house in Hollywood. Was it Ann Hatch or something? Ann Hatch. Yeah, Mm they said that she was, oh, they claim she didn't have drugs in her system. You know, they always try to make the the narrative so soft, you know. But they had no no problem dragging Whitney Houston through the coals. You know what I mean? And putting her on all kinds of USA networks and all the cable networks that showed her completely drugged out and walking around with Bobby Brown and just making a mockery of their life. But everybody else, they want to you know, let die with honors in some respect, you know. So if you're going to do that with some people, do it with all people. But I just want honesty, you know, with everybody. What, what did he die of? You died of something, you know. And I think they go into these medical examiner offices and all the big wigs stand around and say, no, well, he was a community guy, I just smooth over. Okay, we'll say he died of blah, 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 blah. And, you know, but at least he was saying, now, what happened? Now nobody knows, everybody can take it. If we can look at Whitney Houston, you know, with a situation of drowning in a tub, you know, and and heart failure and landing in the tub after being strung out all weekend before the Grammys, I think we could just about handle anything at this point, you know? Mm -hmm. So just tell us the truth. Damn, we've grown up in here. Anyway, I just want to comment on that. condolences
2: to his wife and children and his family. I I just don't understand why he did it, but he did it. Copy.
3: Yeah, apparently had to be in a dark place, you know. Um, sometimes you just don't feel like being here, you know. Feel like you know, unless he's doing this to try to send a message, but that's that's not a good way to send a message. With platforms that he had, he could have started some kind of foundation or. Something. If you were really tired of situation as far as um, you know the cops killing blacks and things like that, because um, he mentioned a lot of people, you know Breonna Taylor, and all the people have, have have died because of that. But um, you know he even mentioned um, Freddie Gray and just a lot of people. And he just was feeling like I'm just helpless. I can't do anything. He didn't say it, but his attitude. Um, I saw something on, uh, Facebook or Instagram and he just, uh, like 24 hours before he, you know, um, died. Uh, and he was just talking, he was just ranting about that, about those situations. It's heavy, you know,
1: it's heavy. It's heavy. I mean, the the, the plague of the black man is just so, it's heavy. It's heavy Mm -hmm. the way people perceive you when they first see you. They got all this hate. I see it when I ride a train on airplanes. I go up to go into the overhead luggage rack, and nine, nine eyes is on me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to get my jacket. Especially if somebody mm. thinks their bag is next to mine in the overhead. They're looking to see what not. I'm going to pull down their bag. What the? Oh, shoot. Boy, what the mm. fuck do you think? I need anything that you have in your bag. I please Believe me, I don't need nothing that you have in your stinking-ass bag. My bag got enough of my stinking ass shit in it. Anyway. It's
2: crazy. Anyway.
3: Well, that takes
2: uh, that takes us down to the last word.
3: Probably
2: yeah. You know the last word,
1: just be careful out there. There's a lot of things a lot of things we discussed tonight about what I was saying about, you know, furniture stores and car dealerships and all that. Don't let nobody crowd you. when you get around a Mac machine or ATM machine, whatever you call it, be careful. You know what I mean? Don't get that money out unless you see a clear clear way of getting your money, putting your pocket, moving on. You see some undesirable standing by and don't just look color 'cause color you because you can be beat over the head by, by Caucasian crackheads. So don't just think it's blacks and, oh, my God. Because anybody with corneal today, male, female, don't matter. If people got a habit or something they're trying to fill, they going to get you. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that.
2: Okay. And my last word is have a happy holiday season coming up. Don't go overboard. Yeah. There's so many things out here competing for your dollars. Yeah. Keep in mind what the season is supposed to be about. It's not about how much you spend or how large something is, a gift.
4: Mm-hmm. It's supposed to
2: be about the intention behind it. So let's keep that in mind and yeah. you know kind of chill out. You know, because there's days that come after Christmas.
4: Yeah.
2: There's bills that come after Christmas.
1: It's cold as hell, too. So get yeah. somebody a nice pair of You got to
2: eat and pay your utilities after Christmas, so oh, don't yeah. lose your mind. That's my last word. Get
1: some gloves or earmuffs or
3: something. <laughs> Cattle, what's
2: your last word? Cattle, what's your last word? Hey,
3: hey. My last word Hello. is... Um, Just uh, be safe out there and, you know, just give a person a call. You know, they're not doing well, just just say hello. Just, you know, friends, family, whatever. Just, uh, you know, just try to uplift somebody and keep them in prayer. But if uh, somebody needs to talk to you, talk to them. See what's going on with them. It's not always about you all the time. So that's my last word. Mm
2: All right. Congratulations it that. It's not always about you. Yeah.
1: I know that's right. Yeah, God bless that brother's life. He sure entertained me. He always had that wiggle, boy. Every yeah. time you see him, he would...
2: Nobody could dance like Twist. He
1: was doing his thing, boy. And He would do some stuff on Ellen that was just unbelievably original.
0: Yeah.
1: He was just He's getting it now. in. Especially when Ellen stopped dancing. Remember she started getting old. and
4: yeah.
1: She used to go around dancing herself. And she said, Nah, I'm just going to sit back and watch Twitch do his thing. Mm-hmm.
4: And
2: <laughs> you
1: know?
4: yeah,
2: he did his thing.
1: Yeah, he sure did. He kept that show going on oh. the back end.
2: Oh, I forgot. A shout out to a neighborhood friend that lost his father today. The Wade family. We want to shout them out. Sorry about your loss. And we do recall your father with fond memories. So... Shout out to the Wade fam.
1: Imagine
2: that. All right, I guess we're done. We're going to say good night. Say good night, Papa D. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Kevin. Good night. And good night. Until we do it again next week, peace.
0: Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, say heripotenti, sayonara, and all that sort of
4: well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you
1: gotta go.
0: Well, good
1: night. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now.
3: Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me?
0: Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh, Goodbye okay. now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.
4: Thank you for attending our show, and good night. Good
0: night go on that day grown in the day, put the day party coosie, brookie, no put the day party coosie, brookie, no clothes day party Put day day What's